Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Figures up, all oh, your yeah. chose me, cut down. Louis Pouch across my body, this is not for fashion. This is not a playground, ain't no fist fight blasting. Said they looking for me like I'm not right here, man. You know what it is, Jukeness? I'm trying to f. I've been inside for 13 years now. This I've is too big, so many flights, it's like my record's clear now. With these comments and Telly Hill. Here we go. Only talk to bosses, not the second in command. Bring it you heard him. That was Big Jamming. Good morning. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. In for Denise Thomas this morning is Miss Bailey Coleman. We're having some fun this morning talking about Easter's, some traditions, what you've done and what you plan on doing or what you were able to do. And, uh, some fun things, yeah. especially when you break down the dynamics of the black family and the black experience. There's just a lot of things that come with Easter. A lot of things. By the way, since we're here, shout out to Denise for allowing me to fill in for her. I really appreciate it, girl. Shout out. Have a great day <laughs> off. Just enjoy yourself. Well, she's not <laughs> off. She's working. Oh, I'm but, sorry. Uh... <laughs> Have a great day on assignments. Try and soak up some of the sun that's supposed to be here later on if you're, if you're in town. If that's, you're back. That's <laughs> right. My radio sister, Denise Thomas, is on assignment this Monday morning. Bailey Coleman in for Denise and a lot of interesting topics, and we're going to move on to one that is really starting to catch a lot of buzz around the country. And we're talking about the black congressman in Tennessee being expelled and and, and it, it just how everything went down. But a lot of steam is being built right now to getting them reinstated to the floor in Tennessee. But uh Bailey, there's just a lot of things that's going on in this if, country, and it if, just seemed like it's all happening at once, and a lot of people just still aren't aware of all these things that are going on. Now, you know, okay, so let me just put this out here. A lot of people on the uh, conservative side like to preach about, you know, wokeness and all of that. They don't even know what it means. <laughs> exactly. But let me say to my people, stay woke right now. Y'all know what it means. Yes. It means to stay aware for those people that don't know what it means. Stay aware. Now, other people have given it other definitions and what have you. But right now is the time you need to be staying woke because there's a lot going on. These two uh, gentlemen, uh, congressmen in uh, Tennessee, being uh, expelled from their positions in the House, I believe it is, the House of Representatives in Tennessee, that was unjust. They said because they were out with the protesters, you know, people in their district that wanted to protest gun violence. Wow. I, Can we get some audio on that, Ben? Yeah, let's, let's rock do with that. that. Let's do let's, that. Let's get the real rundown. 
Retaliation today by the Republican-led Tennessee House of Representatives. It expelled two Democratic lawmakers for participating in a protest demanding gun control measures. Protesters flooded the Capitol again today, yelling gun control now and not one more. The Republicans made their move just over a week after a shooter opened fire at a school in Nashville, killing three children and three adults. Samantha Cortese joins us with details about the turmoil in Tennessee. Samantha. Sharon, Micah, some are calling it an extraordinary act of political retaliation. The Tennessee Chamber has only expelled members a handful of times since the Civil War until today. If you can't sit through a conversation or a debate on something no less than expelling a colleague, grow up! Get out of here! You don't belong here! A heated debate about debate in Tennessee. The state's Republican-controlled House of Representatives expelled Democratic state lawmakers Representative Justin Jones and Justin Pearson over this. Jones and Pearson approached the front of the House chamber, chanting with a bullhorn during a heated gun reform protest on the floor last week. If we don't act, um, we, we have some very dark days ahead, and so we have to respond to this um, with, with mass movements, uh, nonviolent movements. I will continue to hold them accountable and demand action because this is not about me, but this is about trying to silence and expel the movement that we were trying to, to amplify on the House floor. A vote to expel Representative Gloria Johnson, who was also there, failed. We are still three. The trio is being called the Tennessee Three. <laughs> the expulsion sparked more protests. Students and parents marched at the state capitol yeah. supporting the three representatives and demanding that lawmakers enact a ban on assault weapons. Now, it's amazing to me that we're calling this the Tennessee Three, but there are only two that got expelled. The Democratic representative Gloria Johnson, who is white, failed to get expelled by one vote. But the other two that were protesting in support of a youth-led protest for gun control were expelled, and they happened to both be African-American males. Now, the lady once asked, I saw it on television, and I quote, they said, why were you, why were you spared? Why was your position spared? And she said, because I'm white. And at least she was honest. That is, she was honest. Yes. But no one wanted to hear that. And, Nobody. And that's a quote that you, I, I mean, I, gosh, I'm so glad you brought that up, Bailey. I did not hear that. And um, gosh, that is that is something because that won't be reverberated through the community at all. Not but at all. But if someone said, well, why did this happen to you? Because I'm black. And then next thing you know, the headline says, right. Black Tennessee lawmakers <laughs> accuse Republicans of being racist right? because exactly. they were expelled. Like, what do you mean I'm accusing you? <laughs> you clearly see what happens. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and here's the thing, you know, we all know it, right? If you're a person of color and it's not a crutch or anything, because if the people that voted against you know, or voted for them to be dismissed were honest, they would say the fact that that happened was because they were black. 
And I heard one lawmaker say, oh, they were acting unruly. But the lady whose position was spared wasn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, somehow she probably, maybe she, you know, was in the wrong place at the wrong time when everything happened. She just happened to walk out on the floor. And, oh, my gosh. All of you guys are here, too. What am I doing? Oh, what am I thinking? It was an accident. <laughs> Per- she wouldn't say that, though. I, I'm sure she wouldn't say that. This is why this is the perfect name for this show. Because truth <laughs> be told, we know what it is. We know what it is. <laughs> we know what it is. And, I mean, to, you know, you know, tell us it's one thing, and we all know, and you know it's the <sighs> other thing. It's what it, what it really is. I mean, come on now. It, it wasn't too long ago where a motion or a bill was brought to the floor in the great state of Tennessee, once again, mm-hmm. about reestablishing like hangings as one of their methods. That was of, only a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't much, a couple of weeks ago. So to me, it really seems like there's more of an effort to go back towards the Jim Crow days well, more wanna, than just getting away they, from them. Okay, now, they want to make America great again. It's just your question of when was America great. Yeah, and what's your definition <laughs> what's, of greatness? Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. What was that greatness about? When was that? When was that? You know, when exactly was that? And who was it great for? Four. Oh wow! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but which, which all leads up to the question, up to this question: Is all of this? I mean, think about it, because it really seems like we're losing our democracy, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's it's they're trying to take it away. Yes. A lot of the things that were issues that we thought we have moved past are all of a sudden coming back up. The whole abortion thing, all of that, all of that. A pill that they they deemed safe 20 years ago now taken off the market or they're trying to take it off the market. The judge ruled against it being on the market. The FDA cleared 20 years ago. Yeah. All of a sudden, something wrong with it. All of a sudden, something wrong with it. (laughs) They didn't get the right approvals. It didn't go right. So, you know, we're going to have to take it off the market. Wow. Of course, then overturning Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, y'all, you know what? I'll never do this, but I'm going to recommend something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Watch The Handmaid's Tale. If you have not watched that, watch The Handmaid's Tale and see, or read the book and see, you know, there's a lot that goes on, but the government and what the government was doing and the times that it created, you know, for women back then, it was it's all fictional, but you know what? I mean, sometimes art imitates life, right? Yes. You got to look at that and go, "Wow, that's a trip." Yes, more often than not, art imitates exactly. life. Exactly. Yes. Even before they overturned Roe versus Wade and all that, I had watched it. And there were a lot of parallels, a lot of similarities. It was really a trip. But, you know, y'all got to check it out because, you know, some of these things, you know, if you don't know your past, what happens in your future? (laughs) History has a uh, a tendency to repeat itself if you don't know it. But we're on a different (laughs) turn right now with all this this stuff. But it it makes me think, okay, so now what's going on? Are we losing our democracy? Or is some of this stuff happening directly 
as a repercussion of your former president being indicted. Yes, yes. I, You know, and we're going to leave it right there. Get involved in our conversation. Hit us up on the Truth Talking text line at 833-212-1017. Are we losing our democracy? So much is going on with the Tennessee lawmakers. You have uh, the abortion rights and laws being overturned. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff that needs to be discussed and continue to stay on the forefront. It's not something that we need to just discuss today and move on. A lot of things that are going on that not may necessarily affect you today, but it definitely will affect you in the future and future generations. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More after the break. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yeah. Hey, hit records on my demo. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the Intercontinental. And anything I got is not a rental. I own that mom. My stock been going up like a crescendo A bunch of handshakes from the fakes But I do not want to be friends though I told y'all motherfuckers Man, this is not a love song This a stripper on a mink rug song This a fucking boys forever hold a grudge song Pop some champagne in the tub song Just because song what up? What's the move? Can I tell the truth if I was doing this? You hear it? I have nothing left to <laughs> We are back. Vito with DT I'm and Telly. Bailey Coleman in for Denise Thomas, and we are discussing some of the issues and things that are going on around this country, and it's starting to feel like we're losing our grip on our democracy, or at least what we have known democracy to look and be in this country. Bailey, you brought up some really good points. We were talking about abortion rights being overturned and the things that are going on with the black congressmen and, and congressmen. Uh, There's two of them in Tennessee that were expelled and hopefully they will be able to get reinstated to their position sooner than later. And this is something that we can move past. But you're just starting to see a lot of things that are coming up that are just threatening different things, especially for women. I know it has to be scary times for women in America when you have male lawmakers, mostly well, predominantly middle-aged white male lawmakers that are making laws that affect your bodies. Well, here's the thing. They're making this, these decisions to know nothing of what it is to carry a baby and have a child and what it does to your body. Do you realize what being pregnant does to your body? <laughs> your body literally becomes a war zone, mm-hmm. you know? And think about the mental of a woman that is like, this is, you know, maybe she was unfortunately raped or something like that. And your mental is already a little off when you, you know, when you're going through the whole pregnancy thing sometimes. Not always, ladies, but sometimes you could get a little dreary with it. 
So then you're forced to carry a, a, a baby that, you know, you didn't even, you weren't even trying to have. Mm-hmm. But because of the laws in our country. Yes, that is I that mean, is so unfortunate. And, and I mean, and Bailey, we could talk about it even on air. We were talking about it off air where maybe the plot of, quote unquote, making America great again is making it a predominantly white country. Well, I mean, and here's the thing. I mean, it, America has been that for I don't know how long, but in recent years between people of color have outnumbered. You know what I mean? And are approaching that and have and and in some areas, some regions and as a country as a whole, the the complexion of the country has changed, mm-hmm. you know, but the people that are in pocket to make the laws and the rules they have stayed the same. Exactly. Yes. I mean, and you could put that down as gerrymandering. You could call it whatever you want to us not going out. Some of us don't want to be counted. You know, all all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But however you however you put it, I mean, we all have to be aware and start, you know, getting out there and really just, you know, I mean, we saw so many people going out and voting mm-hmm. when President Obama was in the running. We all was out there. You know, yeah. we all were out there. And it's the fear of being outnumbered, like you said. And that's the reason why. A certain someone wanted to build a wall uh, (laughs) to keep others out. But when you look at the population and maybe some of the reasons why these abortion rights are being overturned is to start to populate more Caucasians in this country. And even if you get raped. But here's the thing. And you brought up a great point that is always overlooked and is something that does not get the attention, the resources, the research that it should and demands. And that is the fatality rate of black women giving birth. I mean, it's you are 60 percent. I think that was the number more likely to. Uh, pass in childbirth as a woman of color. I was like, if I would have known that, you know, when I got pregnant, I would have just been flipping out the whole pregnancy. Yes. Because, I mean, who knew that? I didn't know that. I just knew I was about to have my baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. But the mental, again, going back to the mental mindset of a person that is pregnant. If I, I'm glad I didn't know that then, mm-hmm. because that just would I, I would have been worried every second of that pregnancy. Yeah, and the amazing thing to me is it's not like it used to be in terms of black families being so big. That's right. not even oh, the case anymore. Not at so all. So we're not the ones that should uh, make anyone feel threatened. Exactly. I mean, because <laughs> our parents came from families where there were 10 of no, them okay. and 12 of them. I, and, came, I came from the last of the Mohicans. I'm one of seven. See? And I'm one of five. And, yeah. And I mean, but we're, big families don't exist like that anymore. Not anymore. People only have, like, I only have one. 
Yeah. I said, I know God know who to give what. I don't know. My no. mother must have had the patience of Job with all of us. Because I'm telling you now, rest her soul. And it's so funny that when people that don't come from big families, like, want to have a big family or be a part of it. Yeah. And I used to always just joke with my wife because she come from a small family. I come from a big family. Uh-huh. And she wanted to have a bunch of kids. And uh-huh. I was like, look, that a big family is overrated, man. Okay. Like. <laughs> you, you, like you only get a portion of what you right, can get right. if you use only a couple of y'all. <laughs> right, 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 right. So we ended up having two kids, and that was it. But um, yes, yeah, but it's not like that anymore. So it's not necessarily the black race that is, uh, or should feel. I guess well, other races shouldn't feel like the black race is the one they should be worrying about. Well, right, most. The the Latino population has really, I mean, they've grown more than anybody. Yes. You know, as a population. And so, you know, and, and I think, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of these uh, abortion laws or, you know, situations that have, that have uh, encumbered our country these mm-hmm. la- latter days here are laws that are really, if you think about it, they want who is they <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> as we go there would are interested in actually growing more of the caucasian population yes these are things that you have to pay attention to you have to, to. Pay attention you to. Have because to. who uh, who what person of color is going to be able to fly to another state i mean let's be realistic unless you got some money to get an abortion yeah yeah right and especially if it's something that it was a circumstance where this is something you did not want. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Truth Nation, hit us up. Y'all quiet this Monday morning. Hit us up on a tr- uh, talk and text line. I yeah. know. What's up? Right. What's up, y'all? 833-212-1017. I tell you, these are the things that we have to talk about. We have to discuss. You have to get involved in because even though it's not affecting you directly today, see, doesn't mean it's not going to affect you directly in the future. That's true. Yes. Yes. So. I, I just I, I want us to constantly talk about these things because we don't want to react. We don't we want to be proactive, not reactive in these situations. We're talking about abortion rights being overturned. You have a Wisconsin Supreme Court judge being threatened by Republicans for being to get impeached because yeah. she has her thoughts and feelings about this exact Thing we're talking about. That's right, Janet Protosawitz. There we go. So you got to <laughs> But I love her. I love her. I got to tell you, I love her. And that's so true. And it's so crazy. We go. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, you keep going. I'm keep just going. talking to Ben. Okay, you good. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm still new around here. But you know what? I love her. I, I definitely voted for her. I made sure my son voted for her, too. <laughs> you know, as a parent, when you go in there, hey, this is the one you want to vote for. So look. The the thing is, they're gonna they're trying to do that, right? Supposedly impeach her once she gets in office, but it's so dumb because who appoints 
the next judge. <laughs> the governor. <laughs> That's what I it? thought, too. He's Democratic. Yeah. What do you think? He's probably just going to be like, oh, you going to do that? All right, Janet, go on, take your seat. <laughs> go on, get your seat over. Does not work <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, I mean, they may have, you know, they may have some back and forth of, you know, uh, them being able to override him or something like that, but it ain't gonna last for long. How long you gonna go? Yeah, I don't know. Let's hit the phone lines. Jay, you are on the truth be told on the new 1017 The Truth. What's up, Jay? What is your question or hey, comment? Good morning, Hotelli and uh, the young lady. I forgot her name, but good morning to you. Bailey. Too. Bailey. The legendary Bailey Coleman. Bailey. Bailey. The Bailey Coleman, <laughs> okay. Hey, but you know what? It's funny how they say power corrupts. And we see what's happening down in Tennessee. I mean, you know, what people I don't understand is just like power corrupts. Because then when you just said a few minutes ago about y'all going to impeach this lady, she just got in the office. What, what is wrong with y'all? What did she Man, do? It makes no sense. <laughs> she didn't do anything. You know what? Because her vote can change the vote in the state. That's what it's right. about. Yes. It's about it's, it's about power, Telly and uh, mm-hmm. Belly. That's all it's about. You know that. Because... Uh, crazy as it sounds, even down in Texas, and I, I just heard this the other night, that one of the there's a guy in jail for killing um one of the guys from the Black Lives Matter activists. Right. You know, and, yeah. And the governor talking about giving him a pardon. I'm like, what? Right, right. Kill somebody. You right. want to give him a pardon? Right. And then, you know, I was just and then thinking about, I know we still talking about abortions, which, you know, it's, it's a woman's right. Because mm-hmm. there was a situation where I heard where, the lady in Texas, I think it was in Texas, where the lady said her baby was when it was born is gonna it wasn't gonna live. You know, I think something was wrong with the brain and a lot of other stuff was going on. Mm-hmm. She wanted to abort it, but the doctor said, "Well, you got to carry it full term." I'm like, "What?" And then all of a sudden, like four days later, the baby died. I'm like, "Well, y'all could have saved the baby. Y'all could have spared the baby the pain right. by letting her abort the baby." Right. And it, it it doesn't make any sense. You know, I don't understand. And one more thing I, before I got to get off. I was thinking about those six guys, the six young men that got a, accused of raping this lady in New York City. And they made a good point. They said, that's funny how Donald Trump came in the same building, <laughs> the same building. Right. And Central sit up Park there and he had to go through the same, yeah, the same thing he had to go through. And I was sitting there watching him. I said, you know what? Now you know how it feels because you've been avoiding court all these years and they finally – now you know how it feels. Yeah. And for you to put that ad, if you put a full-page ad mm-hmm. about killing these young men, and it didn't do anything. And then he wasn't even mad enough to say, hey, I'm sorry. Right. And that just let us know right there that, you know, power is something else. And, I mean, as long as there's people who take that power and, you know, misuse it and drink it like it's some wine, ain't things are never going to change. Jay, we appreciate your call. Eddie, you are on Truth Be Told on the new 101.7 The Truth. What's up, Eddie? Good morning, folks. How you doing today? Doing great. Great. Good. Uh, I wanted to talk about this abortion issue. You know, sometimes uh, when I listen to 101.7 The Truth, there I kind of pick up on this understanding by African-Americans that there's some conspiracy happening where white guys are meeting in a room and going, hey, how can we get maybe, in this case, guys, how can we get these black women to have more abortions so that there can be more of us white people? It's never happened that I've known of. 
I've never been a part of that meeting. My friends haven't. My family members haven't. Hey, Eddie. Talk, right? I would know. Eddie. Yeah. It's called Capitol Hill. Yeah. That's where those <laughs> meetings take place. <laughs> but, you know, they actually have think tanks on stuff like this. For they sure. actually have think I tanks. I know it's Right. But what I'm saying is it's it's just not going on. Uh, what white people think about African-American women having abortions is absolutely next to zero. It might be one tenth of one tenth of one tenth of one tenth of the amount of time they spend thinking about that in a year's time. Eddie, we weren't saying that the African-American birth rate was the issue. We actually aren't Mm -hmm. the issue. We're talking about other ethnicities as well that has come in and has actually taking more of the population in terms of increasing their um, presence in America. But uh, it's not something that, Eddie, is... It's not going to be put out right in front of you, black and white like that. It's it, so I, I get your perspective, and I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Yes, these meetings, you know, what we don't think there's just these, you know, meetings of uh, of these great minds, and and they're di- dictating everything that happens. But you do have a group of lawmakers that aren't necessarily making things let's just say easier on the African-American experience. When you start to look at what voting rights are being taken away in Georgia, there's, there's so many other things that are going on, but Eddie, I I feel you. I know there probably aren't any, those type of meetings that you are aware of, but there are meetings that are happening that are trying to do more damage control than anything, in my opinion. Because, okay, let me ask you this then, Eddie. Why all of a sudden these abortion rights and things are, are coming about? We thought we had moved past this. There are laws that are put in place. Everything's all good. Now, all of a sudden, in 2022, 2023, we have to go and revisit this issue. I can answer that. It's about saving babies. It's about saving lives of children that cannot defend themselves from their mother's decisions. Telly, on that note, I'm going to go. Got to get to work. But Thank you for your call, Eddie. You always brings us something yeah, to talk thanks, and Eddie. think about. Yeah, because great. I tell you, <laughs> I, I totally believe they could care less about saving babies. Exactly. When did everybody get so righteous where it's, oh, every kid counts and every... Okay, it is a life, but what if this woman is raped? Right. Or unable to care for this child. Exactly. But, I don't know. It's something to think about. Thanks for the call, Eddie. Let's hit go back to the Talk lines. Once again, you can hit us up, 833-212-1017. Oliver, you are on Truth Be Told on the new 101.7 The Truth. Hey, good morning. Good people. How y'all doing? Good Great. morning. Good morning. Hey. Um, I was just literally just turning on the radio and uh, just heard about the subject about what's going on as far as with abortion and gun control and everything. Um First, let me say, as far as the Janet uh, um I didn't vote for her for the simple fact that 
um, you know, debates are part of the election process, and the fact that she didn't want to do a debate kind of like puts into question. Okay, I think they did one, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did, did one, one, but she did she did refuse like a second one. If well, I'm not I mistaken. understand. Look at her opponent. Look at her opponent. Look at how he was. It's, but see, here's my thing, though. Even though the opponent or not, it's the debate is part of the election process. It's part of the voting process. It's part of the part where, you know, when people vote or people want to vote and they're not sure who they want to vote for, and you got people that's asking questions here and there about, you know, to different opponents, even if that person is not the, you know, the best, it's least you still want to at least hear even if you had the first round, here come with the second round. Now you refuse with the second round. And it's like, okay, why are you refusing with the second round? Even even if you can't stand that your opponent, you least have a duty and a you know you have a duty um, for the citizens that you're asking for your for their votes to vote for you to at least have this you know debate about what's going on. So for me, it's like okay. When, if you don't want to debate, that that kind of tells me, okay, what you don't want to, what questions you don't want to be answered. But but you Oliver, I mean? but so, Oliver, look at it this way: What if it's if it doesn't turn into a debate, but it turns into a mudslinging contest, right? Where they just get up there and they're not talking about any of the issues. It's Dan Kelly, mm-hmm. you're against abortion. Uh, Janet, you're for abortion, blah, blah, blah. And then they just start throwing mud at each other. That doesn't accomplish anything either, though, right? Right. It doesn't accomplish anything, but it's up to the person, whoever set this up, that's asking both of the opponents a question. They got to take control. That's that's their job. So it's like if they going back and forth with it, then that's the job of the person. Like, hey, look, cut that out. Let's get back to what we need to get back to and get on with. So I think everybody is at fault on that. I mean, both opponents and the moderator who's supposed to be in charge of the thing asking questions, they should have grew a pair and told them, hey, both of y'all cut that out. Let's get on back to what needs to be done. You know, because people that's watching this, it's like they arguing like two teenagers. I ain't voting for neither one of them. I mean, that what does it say about their professionalism? If, you, if one person could be more professional than the other or both are acting like that, then in my mind it's like, well, neither one of y'all worth my vote. Um, also with the gun control thing, I mean, in this country, it's a second amendment, right? I mean, the, the, you know, there was a amendment for the constitution in just a case with the government or, you know, foreign invaders or, you know, the government foreign and domestic as it's saying in the constitution. Um, I think there should be like either, either tougher background checks, but to like completely take away or, you know, like far as voting, gun rights and stuff like that, I mean, there should be some kind of regulation, but um, I didn't hear anything about as far as, like, taking the guns away. But if you look at history and what happened with the Nazis in the past of Germany, that they took the they took the guns away from the citizens, and the citizens couldn't defend themselves when the government had this sinister way of controlling the country. Um, I think it's a lot of, it's a 50-50 split, especially in this country, because you got people that think, like, I'm not a gun owner, but I'm becoming, I'm going to soon become one. But I've done my research and done my homework enough to know that 
you know, taking away guns completely from citizens is never a good thing. Yeah. That, I think that will start up a, a internal civil war because you're going to have people out here like you infringing on our Second Amendment rights, and this is exactly what it was created for. Because if the government is going to try to make some kind of regulation or control where they're trying to take away the citizens' right to have their arms, then what else is next in that part of that plan? Yeah. Well, thanks for the call, Oliver. It, it can, uh, when you talk about gun control and debating that, it could go so many ways because, yes, it's your constitutional right, but I don't think anywhere in the Constitution they said citizens should walk around with automatic weapons or right. anything like because that most, as well. Most people, <laughs> most people are talking about these automatic weapons and getting those off the street, not, you know, the regular guns that you would go hunting with and stuff like that. Most, yes. most citizens are talking about getting those. I mean, think about it. The, the guns that killed the kids in Tennessee. Now, that, you know, one bullet from one of those automatic weapons tears up the entire person. They have no chance of survival. Yes. They were made for war, not for, you know, not for people to be walking around the city with. Walking around. Absolutely. And and let's look at why these lawmakers in Tennessee got expelled. It's because they wanted some sort of action against gun control after another school shooting in Nashville. Right. So it wasn't like they just woke up one day and said, you know what, we're going to go in there and cause some havoc this morning. <laughs> no, these are things that are taking place and nothing's being done. The only thing that happens after a mass shooting is let's start a hashtag right. so-and-so or we're so-and-so strong right. and we're this, that, and the other. And but some T-shirts. Not, and some T-shirts. <laughs> and, and it's, you know, condolences and all this. But Thoughts like, and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. And, and, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to this, go out to that. But it still doesn't take away the fact that this is something that continuously happens and what are we going to do about it? And it's good conversation, good debate. Make sure you hit us up on the talk and text line, 833-212-1017. Craig says, but just because Eddie or his friends haven't, doesn't mean that discussions is not taking place behind higher doors. Great point, Craig. I mean, we were telling him there are think tanks about people are actually studying these things, you know, and, and, Political parties are studying these things so they know what course of action they want to take to try and make things happen. That's why you see them doing certain things. Yes. So don't be fooled just because you and your cousin and them <laughs> <laughs> they ain't called you to be a part of this particular survey to say to be so naive to say it's not happening. It actually is happening. And they have studies to prove it. If you just do a little Googling and dip your foot in, you know, you probably, you know, go all in depth and find out a whole bunch of stuff. Yes. And another thing, just to roll it back a little bit, when we were talking about Janet Podesayowicz. Say which you one more time you gonna get there. I was almost there. Look, you know, if you if you are a voter, be informed before you go to the polls. That's right. There's always information out there about the different people in the different races, whether they debate or not. There's been lots of races where. They just didn't debate each other at all. It was just like, what are we debating for? That's right. You know, you just got to know your facts, you know. So whether they debate or not, 
do, you know, be informed before you go to the polls. I always want to know, you know, who I think is uh, is aligned with my beliefs before I vote for them. I'm just not voting willy-nilly. I want to know everybody that's on the ballot. Nine times out of ten, you can go on a bunch of different websites, find out who's on the ballot, where they stand on a variety of issues. If you just Google their name or you just Google your district or whatever, you'll find out. She's Bailey Coleman in for Denise Thomas. I'm Telly Hughes. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More conversation when we come back. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is true, bitch. I'm broke, the talk, bitch. Wanna send me automatic with a drum? Ask me if I'm finished now. We're gone. I ain't giving out no nutty to no just for fun. Are you dumb? Run a man. I don't know no other man. Run it up. Got a hundred just for a hundred bands. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. April is Financial Literacy Month, and the truth has you covered on learning about how you can best manage your finances. Every Wednesday in April at 8 a.m., Truth Be Told will be joined by a representative from Educators Credit Union to discuss financial strategies to help you best manage your finances. That is every Wednesday this month on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly at 8 a.m. Good information from the representatives from Educators Credit Union every Wednesday, last Wednesday. We had a representative in the studio. He's dropping some jewels and uh, this week, I'm not sure who it will be, but Once again, make sure you join us every Wednesday, 8 a.m. on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly to get your financial literacy game on. You know what? What's up? That's always important. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know what? <laughs> you we need could some all, money. <laughs> I, I need some, Exactly. I'm rich in spirit, right, Ben? Rich spirit. Rich in spirit. <laughs> yes. Good, good knowledge there and good conversations on this Monday morning on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Good conversations with Bailey Coleman, who is in for Denise. We're talking about abortion rights and and gun control and, and everything that's going on. And we really, it's a word that the millennials and the Gen Zers have all been talking about. And we've heard, you got to be woke. Stay woke. Stay Stay woke. woke. Stay woke. I mean, you know what? Know what's going on. There are all kinds of uh, politicians putting other, you know, uh, meanings on it. But in the words of the great Reverend Al Sharpton, would you rather be sleep or woke? Yes. Stay woke! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You are right. And, uh... Yes. I mean, once again, this is the reason why this platform is so important, because there are so many issues that affect our community, but we don't have a way to voice them. 
voice concerns, try to get answers. Right. And uh, yeah, so a lot of interesting conversation on on this Monday morning on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We will wrap things up on the other side of the break. Stick with us. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. Right. A lot of things going on right in front of your eyes and you really need to pay attention because they are important. They may not be happening in your backyard or in your neighborhood. Right. It's going to come. It's going to show up at your doorstep. Exactly. Yes. People aren't making a big deal about all these things for no reason or they don't have anything else to talk about. I mean, you never know what's going to happen next. Yes, that's right. Ronnie hit us up on our Text line at 833-212-1017. How could anyone in rip and in a democracy support removing an elected official unless for something very serious? There were other ways to deal with what they did. Citizens should have the right to choose and retain those who represent them. Also, if they wanted their reps to join their protests, shouldn't they have? They should have the right to do that. Absolutely. Good text message in from Ronnie. And uh, once again, we're always wanting to hear from you, Truth Nation. This is why we are here to not just make this a one-way street where we talk and you listen. We want you to be involved. Let us know what is going on, what you're thinking, and maybe some possible solutions. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? I mean... It's been a pleasure hanging out with you today. Bailey, this has been fun. Absolutely. Now I can put this on my resume, Benjamin. I work with the legendary Bailey Coleman. Can we take the legendary out? (laughs) (laughs) And don't put iconic in either, Ben, because I done heard that one, too. Don't even play with me. The greatest of all time, Bailey Coleman. (laughs) In the building. You wanted him to dial it down. He took it up one more. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's what Benjamin does. (laughs) It has been amazing. It's been amazing Monday morning. A lot of good conversation. We will definitely keep it up. Again, thank you to my girl Denise for letting me sit in for. And thank well, you she's for on coming assignments. in. This isn't always the one thing. Like asking someone to come in for a morning show is almost like asking someone to move, help you move. Right. Like you really don't want to do it, but it's like you know, once you do it, you're like, all right, it's all good. But, right, right. <laughs> but. Once again, thank you, Bailey, for joining us in studio. My Denise pleasure. Thomas returns tomorrow. Truth be told with DT and Telly. That'll do it. Have a great Monday.